One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Shop Amazon for last minute gifts. Great deals for everyone on your list. Gifts for mom and gifts for dad. Even for your sister and your brother, Chad. Ah, shoot, we didn't realize we were supposed to get a gift for our dog walker guy. We almost forgot about our dentist, Dr. Kerr. We didn't expect to get a gift from her. Or our cousin, I forget his name. He got us something nice, better reciprocate. For last minute deals on gifts for people you forgot. Get past the free shipping at Amazon. Yeah, you look a bit slimmer. A tiny bit, or a lot. Not that much, slimmer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you look a little bit slimmer, yeah? The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. This week on the Gossip Gays podcast, Billy's got some tea about Drag Race UK season two. Danny's still high from the weekend. And we have an OnlyFans family feud in this week's listener's letter. Ooh, you see. That was nice. That was lovely. That was a nice stretch. Oh my God. Why does stretching feel so good? It's almost, I'd say it's like one eighth of an orgasm. Well, it depends what you're stretching, then it is a full orgasm, darling. <laughs> Whoa, that was like creepy uncle at a party. Like, okay, let's just, I'm just going to go and um, get some chicken. Okay. Creepy uncle, don't say that. I am actually an uncle. Yeah, you were rubbing your legs as well as you were doing it. No, I wasn't, not. you're such a liar. Pictures of kids. <gasps> <laughs> Joking. Welcome to another week on the airwaves. That is the Gossip Gaze podcast. How are you feeling? What are you doing? I feel like you're in a good mood today. I'm in a good mood today. I've had a very good weekend of gigs. Go on, what's happened? So where have I been this weekend? Is the dog okay? Yeah, she's just yawning. Oh, I thought she was coughing up a hairball. Um, also, I have to just say, quick note, the dishwasher is on, girl. It's mid-cycle and I've got a flash dishwasher tab in there. So I can't, You're not wasting that. I'm not wasting that dishwasher tab. So if you can hear something in the background, <laughs> it's my dishwasher. Uh, listen, I've had a good weekend of gigs. I was in Birmingham and London this weekend. Uh, three fabulous socially distant venues. I was at the Nightingale, Birmingham. Right. Should we brand start new, there? Yeah. Brand new venue for me. You've not now that venue is I'd say the main gay one in Birmingham for like a proper night out. Yeah, club, that's it? the club. Yeah, three floors of different music. Same owners as the village as well. Right. So hopefully we're going to be working together with the village in there. Um, sad news: Eden, Birmingham, where I used to work, unfortunately closed down. So Eden was like. You was exclusively at Eden, was you not for Birmingham? I was, yes, but I did leave there before they closed down. Right. Um, but that's, that is what it is. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be opening a new Eden 2, which I am sure will be marvellous. Wish them all the luck. And I'm sure it will be fab. Yeah. Uh, but back to this weekend, uh, Saturday, completely new. Very, very different crowd. So I was about to younger, say, what was the crowd? A lot younger. Yeah. Very mixed. Um, did you promote the show or did you forget? Did I promote the show? I think I did. I do forget. I forgot. I definitely forgot on Sunday. Right. But back to Birmingham. But I also met some listeners this weekend. So if you were at any of my shows this weekend and you mentioned the show, thank you. I love you too. Um, <laughs> so yes, I keep going all over. The, my brain is scatty. That triple coffee is kicked in like it's a disco biscuit and it's the 90s. <laughs> Um, um, it was just a different audience and it is really hard because everyone's socially distancing and everybody is so gagging to dance. There was one moment where 
the group just got on the tables and started dancing and all the doormen had to eject them. And what I have to say, 99.9% of people are respecting it, are doing what they're told and are following the guidelines. So I'm just hoping the other side of this lockdown too. I'm one hoping it's definitely four weeks and not longer, but we'll see. Yeah. And two, I'm hoping when it does come back in that the pubs, clubs, entertainment industry is allowed to carry on. Whether it will or not, let's see. Um, Sunday was still Halloweeny gigs. I was in London. Me and Joe got the train down. And I was in the Vauxhall Food and Beer Garden first, which I've never worked there before, ever. Serving. Serving, serving food and drink. I was yeah. performing, darling. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Um, and you know what? Very, very high praise. And I mean... What do you mean? High praise. High praise. Praise from the from the customers from the from the customers from the promoter the promoters the promoters was very very nice, um, very very high praise from them there um, couldn't have asked for nicer and I will be working with them again they can't wait to rebook me when they can and then I did a gig at the Royal Vauxhall Tavern, right which is like full circle because do you remember what I was saying last time I was there? Um, was you're the not going to get drunk? No, well hang on, listen to this bitch, right. Last time I was at the Vauxhall Tavern was the first gig back. Oh, right. After lockdown. And now it's... Well, it's not actually the last gig because I have got a theatre gig that we've moved from this Friday, which is Friday just gone to Wednesday, to blah, 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 blah. Fit in with the guidelines before we lock down. But yes, technically, it's kind of weirdly full circle. Do you know... The last gig before the lockdown? And it was the first gig after lockdown. So how did that one go? It was, as I said, a full circle moment. Um, I have spent the first half of the gig in my own head. Right. Joe and the audience said they didn't notice. Okay. But I had my own dialogue going as I was performing out front. I had another dialogue in my head and I just thought I need to stop this and enjoy it. Yeah. And it's really bad of me to, to admit, but the audience want to buy you drinks. So I was like, no, no, no. I'll have them at the end of the show. I know what you guys are like. You got me drunk last time. Right, okay. And I thought, halfway oh, through, fuck it, I'm going to have a shot. So I had two shots. Okay. And I just thought, just let me head down. Stop getting in your own head. Enjoy this moment, because this could be the last time for another quite while Yeah. that you're going to be able to be on stage and enjoy it. And I just enjoyed every moment. Good. I was quick. I was catty. I was cunty. Um, I was playing around with the rules, you know what I mean? Taking the piss out of it all. And I got the biggest standing ovation and it was just a real moment of like, get out your own head, you know, you know, when you are good, you are good. Yeah. Because when I'm good, I know I'm good. But when I fuck up, it's because inside my head, I trip myself up, I get all angsty. Yeah. And it's this weird thing of, I want to, I want to be in, in front of a room full of people, but I also hate being judged by people. <laughs> and you and you can't have one without the other, unfortunately. No, because everybody's good or bad is still judging the person who's on the stage. Even if they're good, they're like, "Oh my god, that's still a judgment." Yeah, do you understand what I mean? One hundred percent. And also, my style of drag, my show, my little formula, if you will. I don't come with prepared scripts and jokes. I just say things in the moment. And don't get me wrong, there's some things that I know that that's gotten a really big laugh before. And it's somewhere in the subconscious will come up again. There is jokes that I do retell, don't get yeah. me wrong. Um, but my formula is literally I go from table to table in the in the cabaret venue, interact with them, rip them to fucking piss, rip them to shreds. Yeah. And take the piss out myself while I do it. But I also know that down south in London, they can be a little bit more touchy. Sorry if there's any people from oh, Birmingham. Can they? can they not take a joke down there? In comparison to up north, no. Right. I know up north I can be a lot more vicious, go in a lot more on looks and clothes and right. where they're from and teeth and all of it. I really rip people to shreds. And people up north, I've done gigs in Newcastle where I've ripped them, I've read them to filth and they're crying, laughing, like want, they want to be ripped right, to shreds yeah, okay. more. That the northern, they're dying yeah, for it. They're dying <laughs> for it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And down south they're a little bit more like, what is this behaviour? Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have to just know. Right. Okay. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> long story short, I had a really fucking good weekend of gigs. And 
I got a text from the owner of the Royal Vauxhall Tavern. Right. Quite a big one. Okay. I don't even have his number saved. So I was like, was it a picture this message? Number? No, it wasn't. <laughs> right. And it was basically just saying like, you were so good. I have not seen a standing ovation in here for a long time. You deserve wow. the audience. This it's a very selective audience, and I think this this gig in specific, you won them over. The out love of the outpour of love for you. Honestly, this te- I, Whoa, I woke up that, the next yeah. morning. I, I just I couldn't reply for a couple of hours. It took right. me back, and I thought, you, Do you know, want to what? pinch yourself. Am yeah. I am I still in art? Because, <laughs> honey, on. honestly, I don't think we're in fucking Kansas anymore. Right. Because for so long I've wanted to work on that stage and I've looked up to people like Myra Dubois, Lavoie, Charlie Hydes, you know, the list goes on. Um, Lily Savage. The... I was just about to say, for those who don't know, that's where like Lily Savage performed originally, was it not? Yeah, so it's like London's best cabaret venue. It's Yeah, it's, it's the won, place it's to won perform. Awards. It's it's got such a rich history and it's such a rich queer history. It's a, it is part of our queer history and, and being part of our queer history has stopped it from being knocked down. Princess Diana's partied in there with right. Freddie Mercury. You know, the walls just have atmosphere. In yeah, them. and it's full of history and you sold it out. It was your show. Yeah. Fab. Well, and, congratulations. Well, thank you. Well, it was a limited audience because obviously... It's, right. So it's not really <laughs> it like... four sell- tables. <laughs> yeah. So it's not really like selling it out like normally. But yes, it was a sellout. Right. Um, so yeah, I just think that can be quite intimidating if you let it all soak in. Mm-hmm. Or if you just let your hair down and just do what I normally do. Yeah. I think having the gig beforehand really helped. Loosened you up. I had an hour. Yeah. I met uh, J. John. From You Spin Me Right Round from Dead or Alive. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was him. Right. He, he messaged me afterwards saying you're a breath of fresh air. It was just the all the... All what the, a mad weekend. It was a mad weekend and you've not heard the rest of it. Oh, my God. So this is the hook and crook. So I've had a fucking good weekend. Yeah. Get on the train home. We managed to make the train a little bit earlier than we thought we were going to. Made up. We got a Burger King on the way. Doubly made up. Train's not majorly busy. Everyone's social distancing, obviously. We yeah. have our masks on, obviously. A lot of people were sitting one to four seats on the train. Yeah, understood. It is what it is. We walked through nearly the whole train and there was no t- seats with a table. There was so what? No seats right. with a table yeah. to try and eat our dinner off. So we just said to this guy, do you mind if we sit on these two seats? Yeah. Because we're still a metre away, pretty much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um... And he went, can you respect my social distancing? <gasps> we couldn't hear him and I went, sorry. He went, can you respect my social distancing? I went, oh yeah, n- no problem. I was like, there's, that, there's no other seat. So, so would you mind? Yeah. I, I know you want to be social distant, but we are kind of social distancing because we're still a metre away. We've all got masks on. Yeah. But we, we, we want to eat. Is that okay? This guy kicked me. <gasps> kicked you? He kicked me. Joe was like, did you just kick my boyfriend? It was. I, I can't tell you the maddest 15 minutes on the train. The guy jumped up. Yeah. Young guy. Fr- I think he was from Manchester. <laughs> head butted like Joe. Not yeah, head butted, but like, like head, head, to head to head. Like, yeah. And Joe was like. Joe Joe can lose it sometimes if he gets there, can he not? Yeah. So he's jumped up. He's touching head to head with joe joe's like can you now respect my social distance and he was like quite clearly you just don't want us to sit near you yeah it's not to do with social distancing because you're in my face so get out my face he was literally if he had no masks on he could have almost been lip to lip right at one point so joe went you need to move away now it got very heated this guy's ends up bent over the table with his arm pinned behind his back from joe so Joe's pinned this guy now. Whoa, There's right. people everywhere filming everything. Yeah. I took, <laughs> took the KFC <laughs> and the drinks. Yeah. Ran down one end of the, cor- of the train, put them on another table and went, excuse me, do you mind if I just leave this, K- uh, <laughs> this food here with you? I need to go and sort this incident out. <laughs> and the person was like, yeah, no problem. And then I run down the corridor of the train and I went 
get the fuck away now. I went so masculine and right. I ragged Joe, pulled Joe off the guy. Yeah. And I went, sit the fuck down now. I've never screamed so loud and deep in my life. Every... The, the, the trick, yeah. You could hear a pin drop. Absolutely, yeah. And he looked at me and he went to hit me, this guy. Yeah. And I got both my hands on his shoulders. I don't know how. He didn't hit me. Right. And I sat him yeah. in the seat. Yeah. With my two hands on his shoulders. I went, sit the fuck down. I went, do not move again. And he just looked at me and sat there and I got Joe. I went, we're going. And we got all the stuff. And as I was going, I was like, I'm very sorry about that. <gasps> very sorry about that. Have a nice day. Very sorry about that. Thank you. Have a nice day. Very sorry about that. We got another seat. Yeah. We're five. We ended up in the quiet coach. Okay. Where we had a whole yeah. table to ourselves. Fabulous. Yeah. Somebody come down yeah. to the train. I'm sat there. Like with my mask around my chin. Having a bite, putting the mask up. Having a bite, putting the mask up. Because I'm like, can we eat on this train? Yeah. Can yeah. we not? Yeah. I presume it's the same rules as um, restaurants where if you're eating and drinking, you can remove your mask to eat and drink. And then if you're moving about the train, you put it on, which is what we were doing. Yeah. She came down and she went, um, excuse me, I'm, I'm really sorry. Are you okay? And I went, who was this person? A fan. <gasps> she went, you're Danny Beard, aren't you? No And way. I went, sorry? She went, you're Danny Beard, aren't you? And I went, uh, yeah. And she went, I was I was on that carriage up there and I just wanted to say I'm really sorry and I hope you're okay. Oh. And I went, oh, are you are you with that guy? And she went, no, but I saw the whole thing and it was just terrible how it how it panned out and I just wanted to check that you're both okay. Oh my and I God. Went, oh, yeah, I'm really fine. I said, I'm really sorry for shouting. I feel like I've just really embarrassed myself, but I think things just got a bit heated, didn't it? Yeah. She went, yeah, he was completely out of order, but... I actually know, and I know such and such, and they're a really big fan of yours as well, and I used to work with them, and I knew it was you was straight away when you put your Burger King down on the table. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, great. So one, I've just been spotted. Two, she recognised me when I put my Burger King down, because yeah. she was like, well, that fat bitch is definitely definitely her, because she's got a fucking Burger King. <laughs> and three, there's probably a video now going viral of me somewhere, screaming at some guy and physically putting him in his seat. Yeah. So I'm like panicking, thinking, well, am I going to get in trouble now? Am I going to, am I in trouble for not, for breaking social distancing? Because I physically sat at somebody down. I don't know. But then I was also like, this person kicked, kicked me. Yes. physically booted me how, which how, and, how and, weird and joe was like apologize now yeah and he was like he's like apologize now i can't this, believe this that lad's happened. headphones were out on the floor yeah there was a scuffle yeah i was so scared that he was gonna hit joe in my mind it was like please don't hit joe because we can't afford to buy new glasses right now <laughs> <laughs> isn't that really stupid Is that that's what your mind thinks? yeah can pretend Can you believe? I can't believe that. Can I believe? can't believe that happened. So it went, and as well, we were on such a high because of all that yeah. two great shows. Also bearing in mind, I forgot my glasses, so I had no makeup on. And crazy eyes. Bit, and crazy black, <laughs> crazy white out Halloween eyes with, <laughs> with crosses in. <laughs> so no wonder he shat himself when I was like, sit down. Because I just came at him with these Ooh. weird eyes. Crazy eyes, crazy cross eyes. And also, when I was stood there, he started filming me. Right. And I was thinking, why is this guy filming me? People, that's an automatic response now for people. Anytime there's anything happening, they get the phone out. Yeah, but it was like, I, I literally turned to him and I was like, you can film me. I'm, I'm actually more than a metre away from you and I have a mask on. Yeah. Like, you're being out of order. Yeah. Like, you, you, we are allowed to sit here. You just don't want us to. Yeah. Because you want what to put your feet up? Well, yeah. that's where's your courtesy. <laughs> it was one of them situations. I can't believe that. That is. So I'm paranoid all week now that there's going to be some weird viral <laughs> video of me, like chub with chub with Burger King and crazy <laughs> eyes. <laughs> A tax man on train. If anybody finds that video, send it to gossipdayspod at gmail dot com, please. Oh. My <laughs> So, this week, um, we got a little package. 
to the post. Is it something dirty? No, it's not actually. It's this. Can you read the package? Okay, so yes, it says Bear Strong. So do you remember ages ago we covered on the show um, Strong Man who came out? Since then, weirdly, we covered that maybe, what, 12 months ago? Yeah. What? I've since then I've gone and done Lawn Pride with him, who he helped set up in his local town. He's called Chris McKnighton, Big Bear. Yes. He's a big beary guy. Strong man though, like when you see World's strongest man on the telly when they're lifting them boulders, he does that shit. He does that, he flips ties and all sorts of Right, Yeah, yeah. Well, he has his own brand, open it. Right. And he sent that for you. Oh wow, I'm very excited. So it's a bit of gym gear. Really? Honey. I said weirdly to Morgan this week, I was like I need some new gym gear. Listen, I don't know what's in your packet. Oh, there's a calendar. Oh, look at the calendar. Oh, is the nudes? No. Oh, no. I'm sorry, I'm only joking. <gasps> These are good pictures. Well, Hold on, let's see what September is. That's my birthday. I think you could give that to your sister, because I know he's gay, but she's def- he's definitely your sister's type. Oh, she would... She'd, she'd be, love that She'd be cream in a drawers. She'd love that on yeah, a fridge. she would. <gasps> look at what September is. How funny. Oh, that's how I want to look eventually. Now, see that hoodie? Right. That is the comfiest. I'm not just saying it. Amazing. Honestly, put your hand in all the labels and then rip out labels so you don't have the label itch. Brilliant. That is gorgeous. Absolutely And he gorgeous. sent Joe one. And, and a gorgeous t-shirt. Well, thank just, you very much. So it's Bear Strong. Is it, is it his official merch? His official like merch and brand. And you can wear it to the gym. And let me tell you, it is the comfiest shit. This isn't a promotion for him, by the way. He literally said, what's your address? I'm going to send you, Billy and Joe, a little package to put some smiles on your faces during this awful lockdown. Oh, and the thank other morning, you so much. Three big packages came like that. How amazing. Isn't it nice to receive gifts? Thank you so much. So what's his Instagram, sorry? Bear Strong McKnighton. Now it's Irish. M-C-N-A-G-H-T-E-N. He's got his own brand. He's a mental health LGBTQ activist, ambassador, activist, speaker, TV, radio, film. He does it all. And him and his boyfriend also did a reality show <gasps> um, about couples, you know, like, oh, are we a real couple? Are we not? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So they've done that. And he's done bits of that. And you know what? He's the loveliest, loveliest guy. When you see him, you, you might think, oh, my God. And be a bit intimidated because he's oh, big. Yeah, of course, yeah. But he's the nicest teddy bear. I, anyway. I think um, when we can, we should go over to Ireland. Well, we're gonna do. We're gonna. Do, we, we will do something with him. It's about finding finding the time. The gossip case. So, have you seen this week? Um, RuPaul launched a little. What would you call it? Like a. I think it's a teaser. Teaser saying that um, season two is coming early mm-hmm. 2021. Now, we know that they had to stop filming halfway through because of COVID. Yeah. They finished filming. I know um, from confirmed reports from Dawn French that she is a judge, a guest judge. Oh, and I didn't know that. She also said that there's going to be perspex in between the judges. Wow. So she said that to a tabloid. I've seen it this week. Um, and they're going to start filming very soon. They are, if not, have already started filming the rest of it. So they filmed... It's hard to talk about because obviously we know of girls that may be in the season two. Yeah. So it's hard to talk about rumours and things without being disingenuous because we do know. <laughs> Does that sound dead knobby? No, yeah, we but people talk. It's a, you know, we're not we're not America. It's a small drag scene, yeah. And pe- when people go missing, it, it is obvious. It is very obvious. And just from what's been said publicly, Alan Carr said not so long ago. I think he was talking to uh, either Lorraine Kelly or somebody very recently, and he said that they would start filming again in two weeks. So we know that they're filming again now for yeah. season two. Mm-hmm. Um, who have you heard rumours or do you know? Now, I, I I can't confirm or deny Yeah, any of these people. Okay. But these rumours are on the internet. Okay. And I do know that Michelle Visage accidentally did... Um, <gasps> oh my God, she took a picture of Hernando's and there was a sheet on the side, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a sheet on the side of a couple of... And did it say like Joe Black on there? Joe Black was on there. Um, Cherry Valentine was on there. Right. Um, 
And Do she's we... a sister from Manchester that we she started working with. She you. started working with me, yeah. So she um came into the drag scene and she's a very good drag queen. She's an amazing drag queen. Now I am she's I've the not... look queen of the look queens. I've not spoke to Cherry since she stopped doing Thursdays with us for quite a while. We still like love hearts, but I just want to put a disclaimer out there. I've not spoke to Cherry right. Valentine about so you don't drag know race. If she's on I don't know if she's on it, but I have seen her face the rumor next to Anando's. The ru- <laughs> okay who have you heard on the rumor mill i don't want to discuss rumors left or right or back or forth because i think it's uncouth okay well i've heard you can i've heard that there's going to be Ginny lemon on there i've heard that there's going to be um taste from london there i've heard lawrence cheney's on there now these are unconfirmed rumors obviously mm-hmm. because we don't speak to these people they're not allowed to speak yeah. about anything but these are just what we've heard. Now, I want to know if you think it's going to be as good as the first season. Now, I think it's going to be better. I think it can only get better. Why? It was really authentic. I'm not going to lie. Obviously, when I saw the original lineup for season one, I was like, oh, not 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 what you not expected. The 10 people I would have picked. Yeah. Watching the show was obsessed. It's my favourite season of Drag Race that I've ever watched ever. Yeah, same. Um... So I think it can only get better. And and also, there is so many great, great, great drag queens in the UK that tick so many different boxes. Like, okay, I'm on the cabaret circuit, if you will. Then you've got like the Instagram look queens that maybe yeah. get paid to do a lip sync number or two at events. Or just like a makeup look Or on whatever. Yeah. You know, there's, there's that, that kind of queen... Um, Club night hosts, yeah. um, promoter queens like your Victoria Secrets and your what's his face from up, what's she called now? <laughs> Munta. Doesn't she Munta. put them on? Lady Munta. I don't know that one. Sure, she's a promoter. Uh, Kitty Trey. You I'm know, just, there's a that's few. That's the one on the tip of my tongue. Kitty Trey. There's a yeah. few like promoter queens. Um, my sister Victoria Secret, as I just said, and then you've got like your local girls from yeah. each city that just work in their local bars. So then. Davina Devane comes straight to mind because obviously Victoria in Ireland yeah. and then Cherry would be classed as one of them in Manchester. Yeah. Um. So it's nice that there's a mix of, of people from all different circuits because like last year, I think Davina and Bagger were the only, and Viv dipped in a little bit, but they were the only ones from say the cabaret circuit, which is kind of what I would class myself as part of. It's like putting on a show, singing, dancing for it's a whole hour. Show. You fill yeah. an hour, you do that. Yeah, you know, Cheryl Hole maybe couldn't really fill an hour. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But she can come and give you two fucking full out amazing numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like that they mix all the queens up. I'm hoping that there is some older ones on there, a, a bit of drag history. You mean like Jimbo was to the Canada one? Ish, yeah. yeah. And I mean, and like, in a way, the way Davina was to season one and Bagger, they've done it a long time. Yeah. Um, so I, And I kind of, I enjoy seeing them against the younger ones and the, you know, the ones that do it to be famous, I suppose. Because when I started drag, people didn't do it to be famous. People did it because... You couldn't get... You, unless you were There wasn't a way like... to be famous. And I mean, RuPaul's Drag Race was a thing, but it was on Channel 4 at fucking five in the morning. It wasn't on Netflix. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah, was yeah, so, yeah. And also, it was America. It was never in our grasp to become famous drag queen. It just wasn't. But even then, like, you couldn't name a famous drag... Jodie Harsh. Yeah. That's or, it. like, maybe Lily Savage. Those yeah. are the only two famous Jay drag Medna. queens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, uh, what's, he, what's he called? That fucking... Oh, it's not even a drag queen. Who? Mrs. Brown Boys. Uh, I suppose, yeah. yeah. Well, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Brown. Yeah. I hate that show, though. I can't bear it. Awful. It's petrifyingly. All the straights love it. it? The The straights straights love it. it. And they all get fucking mugs at Christmas with fucking Mrs. Brown on. Yeah. It's all like canned laughter, isn't it? Hate it. Yeah, same. Not even funny. Um, So, in answer to your question, long and short, yes, I think it's going to be better. I think it can only get better because the more you go along, I think it's. I think it will peak. Yeah. All it, shows peak. And it'll it'll produce somebody of I always use the Susan Boyle moment for BGT. That was a peak for BGT. Yeah. Then people were the most famous. Diversity, one, Subo, that 
era, that ilk, the same as X Factor had Lloyd Daniels, Rachel Adedeji. You yeah. couldn't do that for any recent X Factor people. No, it's peaked, it's gone. It's peaked, it's gone. Yeah. And Drag Race, hopefully, will have a long... We Hopefully, we'll get 15 seasons over here, but I don't, I don't personally think it'll happen. I think we'll maybe get five. Oh, really? Six. And then you oh, think... maybe we'll get more, but people will, you know, we're seeing Bagger doing TV. I know Cheryl Holes just filmed Celebs on the Farm. Yeah. Um, We've got Blue Eyed Ranger doing some on Strictly. On Strictly, app. on BBC Three, on the app or something. You know, I think three, four, five seasons, we will see people starting working in other bits of media and being mainstream. But then after that, just the same as Big Brother, the contestants will kind of go back to. Same as Dogglebox, really. We're not going to get another Scarlet Moffat. I don't know. I, I kind of think those two, Pete and Sophie from Blackpool, could do something because they they are anchoring Gogglebox for me at the minute. But that's a whole other show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that time's gone. Unless unless they maybe went in the jungle together. Yeah. But we're just surmising now. Yeah, of course. That would be fab though for them two to be in there. Yeah, and there was rumours that Viv was going to be in I'm a Celeb this time round. They've not done the lineup yet though. They've not-, not announced the lineup yet, and I am hoping still that Viv. Is announced. Um, Vernon Kay is definitely in there, apparently. Uh, all the recent rumours, Viv's not in them. Right, she was in the older ones, though. Yeah. Oh, what Which makes me think maybe she was seen for it and didn't get it. Yeah. She's with a very, very good agent, though. She's with Little Mix's agent, and that's the dream, isn't it? That's to go on that show and come out and be able to do things like what the Viv and background people are doing. Yeah. More TV, more mainstream, bigger pay gigs, but still being able to tour live and work in front of an audience. That's my dream, Yeah. eventually, one day, if they want someone that looks like me. I know I can do all those things that them girls can do. Just depends on the casting, and I think they must have a vision of what they want because they do cast it very well. They cast the first season extremely well. So well. And they know what they're doing now. They've copied the formula from the US one. They know how it works. They know how to get the storylines. You don't know what they want that year or what they're after or how the cast dynamic they think will want to work. And seeing the rumours for season two and hearing the real life rumours from the drag scene. Yeah. It's pretty clear in my mind who that season two cast is. Um, And if the rumours are true, I think this season will be fierce. I think we're going to see people do things after this season. If Tace is on it... We're not saying she is or isn't. If she is on it, I could see her going into modelling and walking runways for Westwood yeah, of and course. McQueen and yeah. everyone and everyone. Doing like a Rihanna Fenty Beauty thing. All of it. Stuff I can like see that, her doing yeah. that. I can see it going full out. And I think there's other people in there. I've heard Lawrence Cheney is possibly in there. And mm-hmm. I, she's Scottish and very fucking amazing. I can see her doing bits of TV and comedy and... It's exciting time for drag. Um, I'm just excited for it to launch. In this teaser video, RuPaul's basically said season two will be out in 2021 and season three. Has he? Well, they're basically saying, and we're casting for season three and alluding to we're going to get two seasons of Drag Race in a year next year. That'll be good. It will, but it'll also be interesting to see how it works if we're going to get Early 2021, one season, and then the end of 2021, we're back on track to how it should be. So it'd usually be finishing up now. Mm -hmm. How will that, will it be oversaturated drag queens in the media? Or will everyone get a fair chance? Or will we just see two or three people being on TV like we have for the first season? Well, I was saying, right, the other day, well, it wasn't that long ago, during January, February, March, basically from, from January, we got a brand new season of Drag Race for months like because we had all stars with what's the face no we had you talking at the the beginning of the year i'm talking at the beginning of the year or 2021 no the beginning of the year 2020 yeah yeah yeah. we had drag race with crystal methadon and all them lot then we had all stars and then we had canada and then we should have had uk yeah so that's four seasons yeah and don't forget (laughs) there's the one in amsterdam it's the one in the netherlands i've not watched any of that it's really hard because it's in another language but i've Dipped in and out. My hairy sister is on there, uh, Madam Madness. Yeah. Who I've known on social media for a long time. She's still in she it. was kicked out. Oh, okay. Which is my fear for hairy face drag queens on the show. 
Are you going to get on? And then week three or four, they're like, shave it, you shave it. And then they're like, bye. Because that's kind of a formula of Drag Race. You know, dusty with the fucking, we don't like the things on your face. Change your makeup, change your makeup. And then you get kicked out. I hope that doesn't happen. If you're good enough, though, they won't kick you out. There is that, yeah. You need. If you're good enough, you'll be there to the end, no matter what. Well, yeah, if you're good enough or you're funny enough. Yeah. If you're whatever. creating good telly, they'll keep you there. Or if you are just fucking good. Yeah. Now, I do just would like to give a disclaimer at the end of this segment to say that we have not spoken to anybody on Drag Race or any of the queens who may potentially be on the show. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I've not heard from anybody personally who has said, I am on Drag Race. Have you? Nope. So that's a disclaimer. Everything in this segment is a rumour. We don't want to get sued by RuPaul. Yeah, and also I don't want to get in trouble because, like, I want him to hook me up one year. <laughs> the Gossip Gaze. So, Jen from last week, the listener, who we did the listener's letter on. She got in touch. She got in touch. She said, thank you so much for the advice. I'm going to take it on board. And I she's love gonna... it when people get back in touch because I often feel like people, like, don't like the advice. Well, she <laughs> she clearly loved it, so thank you, Jen, for getting back thank in touch. Thank you, and we love getting a little RAF RAF queen in in the in the house. Absolutely, keep raving. Well, we're going from one queen to another because this week's listeners' letter has come in on the Instagram, which is what's our handle, Billy? At Gossip Gaze Pod. And that's across all social medias, right? All the socials. That's where you find us. Now they've asked to be kept anonymous. Okay. Hey, it reads this. Hey guys, I know this might sound really silly, but I need help with my mum. Everyone always thinks their problems are silly, don't they? Yeah, they do actually. Why? Don't know. Because it's your problem. Get it sorted. It's not silly. Um, how much coffee have I had? Get it sorted. It's not silly. Why have I, why have I become like some kind of like fucking... Okay, she goes London once. I know, yeah. She's been to London and all of a sudden she's fucking working on the Tory party fucking... <laughs> conference <laughs> anywho fuck the Tories. anywho uh she's recently been told by someone in her work that i have only fans who has her mum her mum right and the person has definitely shown her my content that's a bit weird well goes on she knew someone's definitely shown her my content because she knew about some of the videos on there where i play daddy daughter role play with an <gasps> older guy and she's fixated on it, saying she feels weird inviting me over now, knowing that I make porn, and that she feels even more weird that there are videos out there where I'm pretending to have sex with my dad. I've tried to explain to her that this isn't the case, and that sex work is valid work, that I'm providing a service, and that's what people want to see, and that those videos are just a very, very small percentage of all the other stuff and all the interactions I have with fans on the site. Right, the mother's fixated on the daddy-daughter. For some reason. I'm a bisexual female, and I have a little boy. I've been doing OnlyFans for just over a year now, and I gave up working at Lush. Can we say that? Should we cut out the brand? No. Okay. I give up working at Lush last Christmas. I honestly can't tell you how it's changed my life for both me and my boy. But my mum can't see it and it's really damaged our relationship. She said some quite nasty things to me too that keep playing on a loop in my head. She's called me a slag. She said that when my son's a little bit older and his class friend, classmates find out that he will be bullied. She's also said I'm incestuous and an <gasps> embarrassment. Incestuous? Yeah, that's quite heavy. Yeah, that is a bit... Okay, it goes on. Let me finish it off. Go on. I feel like my relationship with her has always been a bit touch and go. When I was younger, I was into tattoos and piercings and I used to get in trouble quite a bit. And she says that all of that is nothing compared to this. I feel the only way to get my mum back is to stop creating content and get a normal job. But I also feel like I won't have this body or this look forever. So I need to make the cash where I can. I also feel like she should see it from my point of view, but she just won't. Don't get me wrong, I work a few hours from home each day and I love my lifestyle, but I really am torn between a rock and a hard place. Literally. <laughs> Can you give any advice on this situation? Wow. Love the show. Blah, 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 blah. 
Woo! Now that... Thank you very much for that letter, by the way. So that's quite honest and open. For the past couple of weeks, we've had a couple of, like, people having family troubles. Now, we don't mind these type of letters, do we? I love a family trouble. Now... I love a family drama. I love any drama. I love any problem that I believe is easy to solve. Now, that is all problems in my mind. Because you just need to apply a bit of logic to them. Now, let's recap this letter. Mm -hmm. Someone... We've got a mum who's angry at a daughter. Daughter's written in. She's got OnlyFans. The mum, someone in the mum's work has shown her the content, right? Or told her about the content. Maybe something's she... being said. She knows about the daddy-daughter know... role, and play. she's fixated on it. Now, from a mother's point of view, I could see how her mind is working with that. Can you not? Yeah. Because if I'm sure if, for example, my mum found out that I was doing daddy-son role-play... But you do. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Go on. Yeah. Um, if my mum found out that I was doing that sort of role-play, I think it would play on her mind and be like, oh, is he fucked up? Knowing that's how my mum thinks. Right, okay. Okay, so that, on top of that, the mum said some really hurtful, nasty things... And now it's playing on her mind. Now she's starting to think, should I not be doing what I'm doing? But I also don't want to stop doing what I'm doing because one, it's making me loads of money and she gave up her job a lot last Christmas. So how many months has that been? Nearly, nearly 12. Yeah. So you've been managing nearly 12 months working from home when there's a pandemic on and making good money for your son. My personal belief mm-hmm. is that if you don't want to stop, you shouldn't stop. I agree, yeah. At all. Bottom You're old line. enough to do whatever you want to do. Bottom line the things she said to her, she, I I think the mum is embarrassed here. I think a lot of what's come from this is from an embarrassed place. Right. Because it's somebody in work has said this to the mum. And then I think that's taken the power, you know what I mean? That little bit of power. We don't know what the mum's job is. Yeah. But somebody in a work environment saying, oh, by the way, I've got videos of your daughter doing this. Well, I actually think you should say to your mum, well, you should say to that person, that's none of your business. Yeah. You should support me. Something very similar happened to my sister. We all, like, on this podcast, the first ever episode, oh well, it was... it was it's, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of similar. Yeah. Um, our Holly's on a swinger side. So yeah. my mum phoned us, phoned me off the cuff yeah. while we was recording our first episode and was horrified that my sister... Was on, I forgot about that, yeah. was on um, Fab Swingers. So her and her partner <laughs> at the time... Just to bring it up again a year late, <laughs> couple of years later. Now um, she's got two kids. <laughs> Sorry, Holly. So she was on Fab Swingers with her partner at the time, which a lot of... Straight couples. A lot of straight couples are on because they don't have the grind like the days have where it's like a couple looking for fun. And we live in a sexually free world as long as you're not hurting anyone. And somebody who my mum knew got in contact with my mum and said, by the way, I've seen Holly on this website. Why do people get the nose in other people's businesses? This is what I'm saying. I think... That's don't... where the issue should be lying with, whoever the snitch is. Don't be telling the mum stuff. I won't, I won't go and tell somebody's mum that they were doing stuff on the internet. No. It's none of the mum's business. It's none of the mum's business. It's not. And I think what needs to happen here is... A, I say it all... Like I say every week, what needs to happen here is a genuine conversation. <laughs> If only it's that easy, but I do genuinely think what needs to happen here is you need to say, look, I want you to meet me for lunch, whatever, whatever. Pay for it with your OnlyFans money. Yeah. Just to fucking rub salt on your mum's wound. I think you need to take her for a lunch, take her out somewhere neutral, ditch the babby, and just... And if you've got to write this down, write it down so you can get it out clear. Just say, look, I'm not going to be stopping doing what I'm doing. I understand that you've, you're upset, you're hurt, you feel embarrassed because somebody said that to you, but you shouldn't feel embarrassed because I've got a very valid job. I'm not putting myself at risk. I'm, 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 you, she's calling the shots because it's her only fans. Yeah. It's not even like she's working for a porn shoot where They're she's calling being degraded. The shots. She's yeah. calling all the shots. She's creating the content she wants. She's saying things in the letter like, I feel like the only way to get my mum back is to stop creating the content and get a normal job. I don't think 
it's about getting your mum back. I think it's about getting your mum to realise what you're doing is valid. I think by showing her your bank account and showing her how much you're earning from it, she might... Maybe. Do you know what I'm saying? Some people work that way, yeah. Just be like, look, mum, I'm making this amount of money. Yeah. I've actually not worked at that shop. Yeah. I've not worked in a shop since Christmas. Yeah. I'm at home to be with my child all the time. I go off and maybe do an hour's bit of work, content filming, and then post it, and then I'm earning this money. Yeah. Maybe. also, it's not out there for the public to see. No, it's not like it's going onto, like, free websites. Yeah. People are paying for it, so and I doubt... So you've got to be a member. Oh, well, that's the other thing. Yeah. Whoever's told the mum this... Must be a member. What, are they a member? Well, they must so be. So you must... I mean, I'm sure she's already gone over that with the mum, but... Yeah. I want... What I want for this person is for them to just be sure of what they've done. There's nothing worse than feeling like you've let someone down or that you're a disappointment. And I would hate for her to be really comfortable and happy and confident in her job and what she's doing and providing for her son Mm -hmm. when so many other people can't and so many people are struggling right now. She's got a very valid, very good job. The only reason she feels any kind of doubt is because the mum's put the doubt in her mind. But I also think part of this conversation should absolutely be, I actually, as your daughter, if you ever find yourself in this position again, whether you agree with it or not, I want you to have my back. Yeah. Because as well, it takes the power away from that person. Yeah. If she'd have gone... It took the mum by surprise at the time. Of course. and it, Which is probably why she was like, what? You know, of course. Yeah. fed into it. But actually, if you're just like, yeah, I know. That's what she does, and she makes really good money from it. She actually makes more than me and you make, can you believe? And she only works an hour a day. Yeah. Shut down, not bothered. Then there's no story to tell. Yeah. People, yeah. There's nothing to snitch on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's only when it's like, oh, well, she knows now, so mm. that won't happen again. Yeah. And just um, tell your mum to react like that. Yeah. And I think to anyone else listening as well, I think if there's a lesson in, in honesty there, not that it's your mum's business to tell in the first place, but if if you're able to get into a relationship with someone, I'm talking family here, not with a new person, yeah. whereby you can be honest and be like, look, this is the kind of thing I do, and allude to it, then it's less of a shock. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not trying to be like old preachy and be like, look, I told you so. You're right, okay. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm just trying to put myself into this position and like my mum and dad know about me and Joe have an open relationship and sleeping with other people. And I remember when I first told them... They were shook. The conversation, they were shook. My mum was like, what? So you you have three people in the bedroom? Yeah. And I'm like, well, sometimes four, sometimes five, sometimes six. Mum, yeah. and she was like, oh my God. Right. Now it's not a bother. Yeah. So if someone was like, oh, you're Daniel's on Grinder," Yeah. She'd be like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Get your nose out of his business. Right. But if she hadn't okay. known, if I hadn't have had the conversation previously, it previous, might have been a bit more shocking. A bit more, yeah, and it would have given that person that power that they quite clearly are craving in telling the mum that. Um, I think it's a certain sort of person to say that to somebody's mum. I wouldn't have the bottle. I would not have the bottle, and also I wouldn't care enough to do it or have the audacity. Yeah, to be like, yo, yeah, guess Billy's what? Billy's got his bussy on OnlyFans. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's yeah. your mum. Yeah, of course. So tomorrow you're going back to Seven Oaks, which I didn't think could be happening this year at all. That wasn't on the cards, was it really? No. Well, I well I very politely declined the the the, the panto the panto invite. Yeah. Um. Then Rona happened anyway, so it was never going to happen. Yeah. Um. And then we planned to do a little theatre show, which will be Friday just gone, to help save the Stag Theatre and put a show on. So I'm so I hooked up Vinegar Strokes yep. and Davina DeCampo from season one of Drag Race. Very Drag Race heavy today. Yeah. Um, two sisters that I know and us three are doing a show. Drag at the Stag was supposed to be on Friday. Rona lockdown two happened so yeah. we very quickly moved it to Wednesday so it's a bit of a mad rush. So obviously we're, we're recording this the day before it. The day so before. Tomorrow. So it's tomorrow and How's yes. it working? Is it just... Well, Doing I, a number each or what? What's the sitch? No, the, it's like um, 
10 minute, 10 minute, 10 minute interval, 10 minute, 10 minute, 10 minute interval. Right, okay, with you. Yeah, yeah. So it's like two 10 minute slots, costume changes, nice little theatre show, bit of a chat with the MC and taking the piss out of the people of Seven Oaks. And do you know what? It's just nice for me to be able to be back on stage in a town that I, I, I love. You know, and, yeah, as well. I know and I have a lot and of love for. The people there know you, it's only a small town. And like the Panto every year is a big deal, they all come to it. Yeah, and so... I think there's a lot of people there that. That enjoy what I do when I... They're going to see a very different side to you. Because very. there's no swearing when you do panto. There's no... You took the piss out of the audience a little bit, but it was very PG for the kids. Yeah, I couldn't say no. some of the things that I say. No, you can't be effing and jeffing and crunting and blunting. No. <laughs> and I don't think I will be tomorrow right. so much. Okay. I'll take the piss out of them a lot more. Yeah, of course. And I will be a little sweary. Yeah. But I don't think I'll be dropping the C-bomb for the, for the town of Seven Oaks. I don't think they're ready for it. <laughs> But listen up next week because I'll tell you how it all goes. Brilliant. I can't wait. I hope everybody has a fabulous week. I I had a little story to tell you, but I'm going to save it for next week. Save we've... it for next week. We're jam-packed. Yeah, we're jam-packed this week. Uh, but listen, guys, don't forget, like, comment, subscribe to us. The subscribe is free. The subscription is free. Yeah, yeah, Whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck you say. Whatever. Do what you do with the podcast things. Um, thank you to everyone that's following us on our OnlyFans. Oh, no. Thank you to everyone that is following us on our close friends on Instagram. Yes. We like having a little chat there. If you want to be involved with our close friends on Instagram, just send us a DM. We post things when we record and we just like to just provide a little bit of extra content to really keep in with our close-knit listeners. And if that's you and you're not involved, then you're more than welcome to be. Uh, in the meantime, have a lovely week. Whatever you're doing, stay safe, spread love, not COVID-19, and we will see you same time, same place next Monday. The Gossip Case. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. United Kingdom, 12 points. Finally, 12 points to the United Kingdom. 12 points go to the United Kingdom. Apologies for interrupting your podcast, but we wanted to tell you about our show that we think you might enjoy. We're Robin James, the hosts of the Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast. Join us every week as we build up to this year's contest in Malmö in Sweden. We'll be chatting to the artists, the fans and the people behind the world's biggest TV spectacular. And here's a taste of what you can expect. If the BBC rang you, Petra, to come and host a, a show, would you do it? In a heartbeat. I mean, our ambition is to win and... For it to be another watershed moment for Eurovision for the UK. Queen Lorene, Eurovision winner. Did you ever think you would be back here again? I get goosebumps. No way. Just search the Euro Trip wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, 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 oh,